Welcome to the Girls on Tour podcast with Mira Manga. Hello and welcome back to the Girls on Tour podcast, the podcast that interviews inspirational and excellent women all about their adventures in transit. Today I'm talking to Tamia Dyer, who I first met about a billion years ago when I worked for her record label in LA. Back then, we were both doing the LA to London transatlantic craziness, but she was also travelling to many more far-flung and exotic locations. Tammy's full-time job is running the gorgeous Art Deco Shangri-La Hotel in Santa Monica. She also regularly panels on women in leadership, organises salons where women can get together to network and inspire each other, and is, to me, a very well-travelled, culture-loving, wise woman and great friend. When we recorded this, we were having a weekend of tranquility deep in the English countryside. The sun was going down and the rooks were all getting ready for bed. Without further ado, here she is. It's the Girls on Tour podcast with Tammy Adaya. Hello, Mira. I think there's nothing better than being in the English countryside in a warm summer afternoon, hearing the sounds of birds and running water. Tammy, it's fair to say you're an Anglophile. Am I right? Well, you could say that, or you could say I grew up with it. I mean, spend so much time here. <laughs> you do. And your main kind of travel that I'm involved in with you is your flights from LA to London mm-hmm. to come do business here, to see your friends and socialize. But can you just let the listeners know how much, where you travel throughout a typical year? Well, um, I usually go to Hawaii. Like this year, I went to Hawaii. I went to Pakistan. I went to... Um, I'm here at Babington. I usually come to London, but London's like my second home, and I really enjoy it here because it's the most vibrant city in the world, and it just uh, rejuvenates me and inspires me, and just being with my friends is just amazing, And but then the urban life can get too much, so I always like to take a break and have a sojourn in the countryside. Yay, a little sojourn, <laughs> and that's great because Tammy's kind of busy, so it's great for me to have her to myself to do this podcast. <laughs> So I wanted to talk to you as an experienced traveler. Mm -hmm. What are your tips and tricks for smooth travel? What do you know that maybe we should know? Well, I just think one of the best ways to travel is when you're prepared for where you're going. And you have to figure out beforehand, well, what is this trip going to entail? Is it going to be going to a lot of galas or parties or red carpet events? Or is it going to be mostly just relaxation in the countryside? Or is it going to be work-related and to pack accordingly? It's because when you have exactly what you need um, in your suitcase, it makes your trip much smoother and less anxious. Then you don't have to run around trying to buy things to fill things. Because one rule of thumb I've always realized is when you need something, you never find it. It's only when you're not looking for something, you find it. And that goes for romance and it goes for <laughs> traveling. Luggage, everything. 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 <laughs> Do you have like one product or item that you cannot travel without? And it could be like a beauty product or something tech. Is there one thing that just wherever you are in the world you have with you? Well, there's a couple of things. I always have my homeopathic remedies mm-hmm. because I'm a big believer in homeopathy and I always have my iPhone. <laughs> This is to true. record everything <laughs> and to take pictures for myself. And I find that Instagram is really more and more my photo journal. Yes. And so it's like instead of taking pictures and then 
having to save them and then having them, you know, a photo album. I think now it's just so much easier to have Instagram be a photo album. It's true. And then everyone gets to see where you are so we can keep track of you. Exactly. And then my friends yeah. in different parts of the world know where I am and then they contact me. So clever. <laughs> yeah. I'm really sorry about all the crowing, guys. <laughs> I enjoy it. I hope you guys do. You can get an idea about yeah. where we are. It's like bedtime for birds and they're all letting us know it. So um, I love watching you and your adventures. One of the things that I think inspires me about your travels, and there are a couple I wanted to talk about. One of the things is that you are really happy to just throw your things in a case and travel by yourself. Yes. And just end up wherever you are by yourself. Yes. So the other thing I wanted to say that you inspire me on is how you kind of bring out culture and share that through your travels. But let's talk about you being a solo traveler. You have a whim and you're off. Tell me about being a solo traveler and why it doesn't scare you. Well, the reason it doesn't scare me is I actually like my own company and I'm around people so much that for me traveling, one of the most important things about traveling is to have time for myself. Yes. And when I'm not playing the role of mother, daughter, sister, businesswoman, I just get to be me and figure out what inspires me to be me so that I can take that feeling of inspiration into my work and into my family life. Because when I can fill myself, then I'm more able to fill other people and make them happy too. Because if I'm not happy, I can't make other people happy. Wow. No, that's a great philosophy. <laughs> you were just talking about finding happiness within. And then, so the other thing that I notice and admire so much about your travels is you find things off the beaten track you find hidden gems if there's a secret show or fashion thing happening you are there <laughs> uh, you find these amazing pieces in clothing and jewelry and you share them you know through your instagram and how do you know what to look for how do you know where the cool hot spots are like culture? i think i think a lot of it is dependent on your own energy if your energy is good then good things will find you. If your energy is not good, nothing good will find you. You'll only find trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so good energy. How would you summarize that good energy? Well, I think good energy is a product of a balanced life. Enough sleep, enough inspiration, okay. enough peace, a spiritual practice, yeah. a physical practice. And then that means when you're looking to travel, you're more open to finding and discovering these yeah, things. Yeah, because then travel is really all about me. And when things about me, then I can do what I need to do to get enough sleep, to yeah. eat well, to, you know, sleep properly, to have a physical practice and go for long walks or go for a swim. And yeah. there's nothing better than the way you feel after you've had a really nice exercise session. It's true. And then I'm guessing because you have networks of friends in various places around the globe, they're going to be inviting you to these Well, events. of course, and that's one of the main things I do is as soon as I hit a certain spot, the destination where I'm going to be at, I post immediately on Instagram yeah. with a photo. And people say, oh, my God, are you here? Yeah. Okay, this amazing thing is happening. Oh. Do you want to come? Or I'm having a party. Please come. And so that's why Instagram is so great because when you travel all over the world mm. – and you will have friends all over the world. And that's what social media, it's one of the best things about social media, I think, is that you can stay connected to all your friends without having to talk to them every week or every month. Yeah. And so whenever you're there, you let people know. And then the ones who want to see you make the time for you, as opposed to in the olden days mm. when there wasn't social media. And you literally had to sit there calling all your friends <laughs> yeah. and saying, I'm here. And it was almost like begging for invitation or begging yes. for time for them. This way, I'm not asking anybody to make time for me in their schedule unless they really want to. And you've been looking after yourself to the point where when those invites come in, you have the energy and, you and the resourcefulness to yes. enjoy it. 
But you're also a businesswoman. Yes. So I'll maybe see you for lunch and you'll have had a full-on meeting. Yes. And then I know you're going to a club till like three in the morning <laughs> yes. with Adam Ant or something. <laughs> but Adam doesn't really go clubbing anymore, but I, I know what you mean. You know you what mean. I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. his posse or, you yeah, know, there's exactly. an event. How do you deal with the duality of businesswoman and then switching across to like culture well, I culture? Think, I think, I think, first of all, I love cultural vibrancy Mm -hmm. and I think one inspires the other because if you're just all work and no play you know what it is all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy right so what I like to do is I like to fill my days with a balance of work and play and so when I play I'm better at working and I'm more working I'm ready to play yeah and it's just like the duality of life and it's the yin and the yang and one fills the other I definitely, I'm seeing how the balancing is working out. <laughs> You're not Libra though, right? No. <laughs> what sign are you? I'm all fire, baby. <laughs> Aries. Okay. Don't mess with this one. <laughs> so um, I've only known you through wonderful, great experiences. What has been your worst ever travel experience and, and why? Or was it somewhere you ended up that you hated? <laughs> oh my God. I, I totally have it because... Um, one of the worst travel experiences was when I was coming back from London one time on my way to LA, but I stopped in New York for three days because I had okay. a meeting there and it was the summer. And if any of you know New York in the summer, it's almost unbearable. Oh, yeah. Anybody who lives in New York leaves for the Hamptons or whatever. But I was there because I had a meet, a couple of meetings and thank God my meetings were scheduled for the last day, but it was a heat wave and it was hot and it's humid and they lost my luggage. Oh gosh. So imagine being in New York in the concrete sauna. In the concrete sauna at the end of June where it's hot and sticky and you only have the clothes that you're wearing on your back. <laughs> and then, of course, I went shopping and I, you know, I bought like underwear and stuff like that. But it's obviously not anything that I would ever use again because like my rule of thumb, you never find anything when you need it. No. Um, but it was really, really unpleasant but thank god my, my clothes came at the end of the second day. Yeah. And so... For my meetings, which was the last day, oh, good, everything good, was, good. I was, I was able to look presentable, <laughs> yes. but it was, it was a very uncomfortable situation because I do really believe, especially for women, that your clothes and your hair and your makeup are like your armor that you put on before going into battle. Mm-hmm. And what, you know, especially when you're work meetings, it's like, it's almost like you're going to battle and you yes. want to be confident and you want to be happy and your clothes and your hair and makeup contribute to your confidence. And, and, and when you don't yeah. have that confidence, you don't feel happy about doing anything. And as you say, you prepare everything in advance, you're packing. So you have your armor ready. Exactly. And then someone loses it. Exactly. <laughs> and how can you go into battle? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess the remedy to that is as you know, you did, you went, you shopped, you survived. Yeah. But you know, try shopping in New York and getting around the streets yeah. and that hot and humidity. It's like you're almost, by the time you get to the store, you're half dead. <laughs> you're panicked anyway. Yeah. Like, Where are my pants? Exactly. Yeah. So you have such a lovely voice and a way of describing things. To end out our podcast, could you tell us one of your favorite, your best travel experiences and just describe it for us to end on? I know there's been a lot to choose there's from. There's a lot to choose from, but I'm just going to keep something very simple. And I'd say for me, because there's so much urban traveling and that's so much fun to do. But mm. I think as I talked about in the early, in the earlier part of the podcast, it's about balance. I think the, I think 
keeping yourself open to the simple pleasures in life. Mm-hmm. Going to the park, literally smelling the roses, mm. smelling the freshly mowed grass, taking a nap under a shady tree. I think those are the things that are really important to me and that fill my soul. Yeah. And I really enjoy going to the countryside when I'm in London for two or three days. And they almost always turn out to be really amazing trips because it's not overpacking. It's easy to get to. But if I can't make it to the countryside, then one of my favorite things to do is try and make it to the parks. Mm. Because London, for an urban space, has so much green space. And um, just some of my favorite parks in London are Holland Park. Regions Park and St. James and just trying to make it to the park every single day or even taking a walk through the park I think it just really balances you most of us who live in the city don't get enough nature in our lives oh yay I want to thank you for giving such a beautiful story that's so accessible. Everyone can walk in the park, park. right? Yes. And I think it's about, life is about simple pleasures because you can have all the money in the world but you know what? Anyone and everyone can literally stop and smell the roses. Mm. Well, here's hoping that all the Girls on Tour podcast listeners get to stop and smell some roses this week. Thank you so much for being my guest, Tammy. I loved it. Thank you, Mira. And yeah, see you guys next time. Bye. You're listening to Mira Manga and the Girls on Tour podcast. Yes, thank you, Tammy, and thank you, listener, for sticking with the Girls on Tour podcast. That's probably the closest I've ever been to a parliament of rooks, and they were quite rowdy. Uh, you can keep up with Tammy on Instagram, where she is at Tammy Adia, and I hope we have her on the podcast again soon. And I'm going to throw up some stuff about her on the Girls on Tour podcast Facebook page as well, so look out for that. If you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at girlsontourpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Some gratitudes. I have to thank all my friends who helped me put up this podcast together. So thank you, Bill, the voice goldsmith from Radio Paradise. Check out his smooth tunes online. Thank you, Rodri, for helping me put the theme tune together. Illustrator Abby for my logo. Check her out at abigailbalf.com. And finally, the awesome and honourable Charlie Moores. I basically hand him a scrap of rags and a needle, and then he patches it all together into this beautiful podcast quilt. Next week, I'll be talking to Rowena Bird. She is a co-founder of Lush, a beauty guru, and a true travel bug. She loves the travel. So come and join us for a catch-up in her lab where she shares some awesome tips and travel stories. Until next time, happy trails and see you in episode three of the Girls on Tour podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.